Hi, I'm Yushuan Su. And I'm Connor Campbell. You're listening to Into the Unknown. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Into the Unknown. Um, just me and you today, Con. Yes, indeed. We do have another guest coming on this week, so that's good. I, I think people like it when it's just us as well. You don't have to tease them with, with future guests. Yeah, but I do think it's nice that we mix it up a little bit because I do often find that we speak about very similar things and it's nice to have other people's perspective and opinions as well. That's true. We're probably going to speak about the same thing again today, to be honest. Um it wouldn't surprise me uh surprise on the topic me. of speaking about the same thing did you play a lot of sports when you were growing up i i did i had yeah, to because it was the, the only way that i could burn energy <laughs> um yeah as uh, i was a very problematic kid at school and i well, think sports... say more. what did you what did you what sports did you do what kind of what kind of problems did you have I think I just uh, I really struggled with and later on in life obviously found a diagnosis for it but um, I really struggled with just attention and um, of like not necessarily authority but just kind of sitting still and doing what the teachers wanted me to do like I always felt like I was distracted by something and um, I didn't I wasn't really interested in the subjects so it was always very difficult to to focus at school um and then so i started playing a lot of sports i was playing i think at one point because i went to, the school that i went to offered loads of different different things you know obviously the traditional team sports rugby football yeah. uh cricket hockey um sometimes we would play like just for fun we'd play like netball with the girls or like i was never very good at basketball um so i'd say like more the traditional boy sports right at school was football rugby and cricket um posh boy and sports. i think it posh yeah the posh boy sports i never really did any individual sports never really did swimming never really did i don't well i did athletics but i wouldn't really say that sh doing shot put and discus at school was really doing the sport i think i just participated in it um just for just for fun yeah. um but yeah I, I enjoyed it it was a good outlet for for energy a good outlet for you know distraction i think because when you're playing sport it's uh you, you don't really have a lot of time to think about other stuff <laughs> no if you're doing yeah. it properly yeah so on the topic today we're talking about sort of i suppose because you and i yeah we share we have that in common in the fact that we both i would say played a lot of sports and were quite active as kids you know growing up a lot of different sports and like I say mostly team sports and uh i was interested to talk a little bit about sort of the values that we gain or what we gain from sports as as kids growing up and maybe a little bit as well about 
actually the flip side of that and some of the things that could be a little bit you know not so positive and and how we might overcome that or how we have overcome that or, or you know maybe actually i think a lot has changed over the years um some of the environments we were in playing sports as kids versus the schools nowadays but yeah because i i was a little bit the same you know I, I grew up quite sort of surrounded with different sports and actually football was the first one and i don't really i don't really um associate with that anymore but when i, I started playing football when i was maybe five or six um mm. sort of a couple of times a week after school is a school club thing um but yeah growing up loads of obviously i i do sports now um but you know with the riding and then grew up playing a lot of rugby rugby was were probably the main sport growing up in school and things like that and then some individual stuff as well i tried to do a bit of track and field i thought i was pretty fast i in some ways i was i was probably pretty speedy for my school and then mm. we go to into schools and stuff and i was i was pretty average to be honest but just dabbled in loads of different sports you know track and field and then later on did as you know a bit of powerlifting and stuff like that so quite a big range of sports but i'm i'm interested to hear a bit more about because you said that it was a good for you a, a good outlet of whether it's burning off energy or or teaching you to focus or things like that like what would you say were the main things you learned looking back now and reflecting the main things you learned through sports as a kid growing up oh god i mean there's so many that could be probably just like a blanket statement answer um yeah you know i would say without covering so many like i guess picking out a few would be for me that i've carried into being an adult that has kind of shown that the development of life skills has carried on to where i am now um one thing i think like really I think his sport really taught me was perseverance yeah um it just doesn't necessarily matter about winning or losing it just means not giving up um and i guess in a way that's really important not just in sport but obviously outside of sport with bit owning a business you know you're going to get to the point where you might have setbacks or you might get into situations where there's obstacles and you might find like maybe you have to take a few steps back to move forwards if it, it can be very disheartening when you put so much work into something and it doesn't come to fruition straight away mm -hmm. um and i definitely have noticed that it's taught me that not only to persevere but also to just be patient with the with the idea that like su success isn't this end goal success can be achieved along the way um 
it's it, but it's important to just be patient and to persevere um i would say those those two things definitely taught me a lot uh and i guess they go hand in hand i think two others which maybe aren't really thought about um would be like integrity yeah so you know the point of like you know we talk about morals and ethics all the time but like integrity for me is adhering to the rules and just being honest you know like it's very hard to play a sport and cheat like this mm, and i i don't want to necessarily go down the route of like you know are making an argument that like yeah but there's still people that do sports that do cheat and i'm like yeah i i would agree with that but as a whole if you know the rules you're making a conscious decision to not adhere to those rules i.e if taking performance enhancing drugs is illegal in sport then you're choosing to not adhere to those rules um and I guess that could also be argued that it shows the integrity of who you are as an individual. Um, yeah. If you're willing to sacrifice your integrity just to be the best. Um, now, obviously, a, a comment that you made in the last episode about it would be really interesting to sit down and have a cup of coffee with Pablo Escobar because <laughs> we very rarely get to see the, the other side of yeah. people's stories and i think it, it it's definitely not as easy as saying someone taking drugs is cheating and has no integrity because i think in a lot of cases we very much lack context and perspective of why they're taking it they might not just obviously they're taking it to be the best athlete that they can be but at the same time you know uh the reality is that if they win gold medals and they get paid, they might be able to put food on the table that they might not otherwise have had. So, you know, there's there's loads of complexities that go into it. But yeah, I'd say for me, integrity definitely is that it it's, ties into patience, you know, um, and also realize that I was never really the best in the team, but um, I guess, it's important to note that like just because you're not the best at something doesn't mean that you can't give it your best um yeah. and be a, a, an important member of the team you yeah. know like obviously there's going to be outliers messi ronaldo whatever but just because they're the best in the team they are also the best in the team because there's other players who help them be the best mm. you know so if they just had if it was just Messi and a whole bunch of shit players, I could guarantee that he probably wouldn't be as good as he could be. So yeah. other players help him realize his potential. Um, yeah, I, I've got a few more, but I want to I want to hear from from your thoughts as well because I have a few more about about something which I think would be interesting to tie in because we've discussed oh, it cool. you and I previously. So yeah, I guess. Um, yeah of, of the of the ones that i've that i've spoken about have you got any others um i'd so i'd agree with you you know um the thing about i reckon for me as well perseverance would be 
the one of the main things perseverance and i'd say discipline mm. and i think it's very it's so easy to learn that in sports i'd say much easier than outside uh, well okay no no, no i take that back <laughs> much easier than say if you were just in school like if you were just studying and especially if i don't know some people probably are just really good at studying i mm. was not one of those people and knowing you as an adult i can make an educated guess that you weren't either <laughs> but yeah. um take that how you will but um i think <laughs> it's just such a direct way to learn how to be disciplined and how to persevere like through just physicality and training and even if even if you're not you know we don't really take it that seriously when we're kids um we're just mucking about and i think that's the beauty of it as well like when we pick up a sport as a kid or you pick up anything like any hobby you pick it up as a kid you do it because you think it's cool <laughs> you think mm. it looks like a fun thing to do you see other people do it you're like wow that's like that looks like a bit of me i'm gonna give it a go it's not because you're like oh i'm gonna be i want to make this my job i want to be world champion or whatever it's because you enjoy it and through enjoying something and whatever that is you know running around and throwing an egg-shaped ball around you learn that you know it's it's a it's an 80-minute game you know yeah. you learn that it's a it's a two-hour training session and you learn that you start to get tired or you mm. get a little bit hurt or you might trip over um i was really bad at tying my shoelaces um you might trip over your shoelaces whatever happens within that time frame you learn to get up and keep going mm. and i think just that physicality you know we talk about it a lot in real life you know a lot of people say use that analogy of you fall you get back up you know you get you get punched to the ground like you get back up and i mean everyone everyone's seen rocky and i think it's an analogy that's used a lot in life but you know when you play sports as a kid that it's not an analogy that's just literally what's going on like you get pushed to the ground you get back up and you keep running um and so as a kid that's uh, i guess not fully developed mentally and things like that like that's just such for me it was such a direct way of understanding like that is what you do and i'm not saying it you know we carry that over automatically to the rest of our lives and you know we see it a lot like a lot of the kids a lot of the guys i played rugby with like they weren't that good in school like they didn't fall and get back up when it came to exams but um you know i think that's a bit of a connection you have to make later on but i think it just for me it just really ingrained that kind of perseverance that i feel like i have now as well as the discipline of you know you have to show up to training you have to show up to competitions um you might do well you might do badly but you have to keep showing up and understanding that if you do certain things you're going to run faster if you do certain things you're going to jump higher you're going to you're going to be more accurate with your passing things like that and again i feel like just that physical aspect of it which you 
you kind of see it straight away and there's a direct sort of feedback to what you're doing it's just a really good way of learning learning that you know if you practice if you focus on your training you're gonna those things are gonna get better and you're gonna see it like it feels good to run faster it feels good to be able to hit someone harder um so those those two things and then for me the third thing and, and i again like played a lot of team sports obviously what i do now is not a team sport but especially rugby i think taught me a lot about sort of that aspect of teamwork and communication where mm. you know everyone has their own role to play but we can't just play that role and win like we have all those roles have to be played together and at the same time like in sync with each other in order for us to win or in order for us to do well and i just remember really clear like really vividly um one aspect of of rugby which was the huddle you know the huddle before the games or the huddles at the end of training or the huddles when we're mid-game and it's going really shit and we need to regroup but that again that is just physically literally us coming together as a team and talking to each other and us bigging each other up and giving each other a bit of a spur and a push and that is something definitely that carries over i think to to everything else and um i just remember being back in school and when probably when i was 16 17 and we started having to do projects with like like group projects and obviously you get put into groups um a lot of the people i got put into groups with weren't weren't playing sports i didn't do team sports and they just couldn't communicate i was like come on guys like it's not that hard it's just like just like getting in a huddle like we just need to talk to each other and figure this out and actually that is one thing that carries over quite easily because i remember every time i was put into groups with the same guys on my rugby team piece of piss like we flew it um because we knew how to communicate with each other so i'd say that was a pretty important aspect of, of what we did yeah i think communication is is a is a really good one because obviously people kind of tar that with the same you know teamwork and communication cohesiveness whatever words you want to use i didn't realize how important that would be <clears throat> obviously like you just mentioned when you work in a team together with you know a rugby team or whatever it might be you, you're communicating with the athletes communicating with the coach and it wasn't until that i started to hire people for the business that i really realized that not only is teamwork important you know there is this phrase that i was always taught by my rugby coach in at school which is an african proverb which is if you want to go fast go alone and if you want to go far go together mm. and it's really like obviously when you're a kid and someone says that to you and that's why i was smiling and i got goosebumps when you mentioned about the huddle because it was one of the things that he he said to us uh you know when we were when we would play the big games and he's like listen individuals don't win games teams do um and within that specific context with rugby you know that was fine but i i found it very difficult to you know when i worked at the university and whatever it might be it never really felt like it was a team 
because yeah. it wasn't as you just mentioned it wasn't connected you know it never felt like you you were just part of a very small puzzle but you didn't really know where the other pieces were but the it wasn't until obviously like i just mentioned when i started hiring people for stoic like i realized that having a team helps you build your business further than you ever could have imagined because you have new ideas you have to spend less time and energy developing things and growing your visibility because it's not just you so that idea of like okay in my first year you know i went from two or three clients to i don't even know how many i was pr going pretty fast you know like i improved very fast the business grew and then it got to the point where i was like okay if i need to go further i i can't do this by myself and that was the first time that what he said to me on the rugby field made more sense to me in everyday life than it did yeah. to just playing rugby um and i actually wrote that down in a journal entry like the journal entry i think it was like the 6th of january i was looking at it this week and i was like wow. Fuck, I, for I remember that i forgot about that yeah. um so i think that's a really important aspect like i know that it sounds super cliche like yeah it's teamwork you know like but we're in actually, this together guys but actually the other <laughs> thing you know i i relate this to being a kid and learning how to work as a team and communicate in much the same in your sport in weightlifting a lot of the athletes that i coach although it's not a team sport they are part of a team you know the stoic weightlifting guys they are a team of weightlifters they represent each other and they represent me which i'm supremely proud of whenever anybody steps out or that i see them wearing the stoic merch like you sent me a video the other day and like the first thing that caught my eye was that you were wearing you know not just my brand but like our brand your yeah. brand like this yeah. is the brand that you've chosen to support and and it's it just means the world like it's that's the sort of thing that like for me means teamwork is that you are building each other up through everyday life um yeah, yeah one thing yeah anyway that was a big rant but i want i just was nice. thinking about it as you were talking one thing that i did want to talk about as well is this idea of like because we've spoken about this quite a bit you know the kind of toxic environment of team sports and you know kind of this idea of mental toughness and things like that one thing that i do find interesting is that i don't necessarily think for me mental toughness was necessarily drilled in um over say something like discipline and perseverance i don't know whether that's like something that was maybe i'm thinking about specific excuse me specifically um but i don't know i feel like this idea of mental toughness is like it's got to the point now where people perceive mental toughness as basically not discussing how you feel or you know kind of just being in your own frame of frame of mind within a team yeah. like you don't care about anybody else i don't know what your thoughts are on that but it's i'm not sure well i'm just gonna big up mental toughness because i think it's great <laughs> I, I know what you mean i think it has to be a real fine balance and i think because 
in the in, in one of the i don't remember which episode again it was that we spoke about it and a, a lot of things about sort of how negative or or damaging mm. it could be to kind of this idea of bottling up these thoughts or or not addressing mental well-being or mental health and things like that but there's also i would say a lot of value in in what we learn through being tough mentally uh whether that's you know especially with the riding you know we talk about we fall off we get back on the horse and there's a there's a quite famous quote from someone that is when you fall off you either get on the horse or you get to hospital like there's and there's no in between and and that kind of mental i'd say resilience uh, or that understanding of you know we're gonna get hurt mm. and within this context we're gonna get hurt physically and that's inevitable and we kind of have to accept that and it's about getting hurt and keep keeping going like getting hurt and continuing and i i do think it's, it's hard it's a hard one because it 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 is probably pretty important to find a balance in that and you know but i think it is a really important value to have to to have that kind of resilience to face setbacks and keep going whether that's physical setbacks getting hurt getting injured or, or being a bit sore anything like that and you keep persevering and you stay resilient or you know transferring that to, to life and and you know failing in certain things or not doing not achieving things you want and or certain challenges coming up and in, in your job and things like that and and you don't give up so yeah i, I don't quite know where maybe the balance is but and it's hard to say for me because you know that's something i suppose that's been quite i think quite deeply ingrained into me from a young age and so i mean i don't know about you and and uh, um because it'd be interesting to hear what people think of it people who maybe went into certain sports later on in life or as adults and having to learn that kind of resilience not saying that that doesn't exist outside of sports but do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah I, I know what you mean i mean that would be a fool's game to say that like the only th place that it exists is in sports because i think obviously for us you know sport like we've spoken about this idea you know playing rugby means like going to war and people have used this phrase all the time and stuff like that and i think definitely it teaches us these values but at the end of the day it's more just the life experiences you know like us playing sport has given us specific scenarios to experience situation and people might have had those same experiences in a completely different scenario or situation and having not played any sport you know like for example teamwork doesn't have to just come from learning to play on the rugby field it could come from i don't know being religious and yeah. growing up as a child and 
I don't know, maybe some traumatic life experience happens and you have to pull together collectively as a community. Mm. You know, like I think, um, but having having said that, if we're staying, still staying on the topic of sport, I, I do agree with you that like, I think a lot of these things and a lot of things that we speak about and a lot of things that we see on social media very much paints this idea of like black and white thinking that mental toughness is either really good or mental toughness is either really toxic. And I definitely agree with you. I think this is why I love doing the podcast with you is because, you know, from the the knowledge that you've gained and the kind of things that you studied, you're ver you're able to kind of disseminate that information and be like, well, actually, it's a bit of both with everything, really, you know. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely agree. I would definitely agree with you that sometimes we do paint things in a bad light. Um, but we, I think it's pretty balanced on this episode podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily think that like it's always negative or always positive. Yeah, I hope so. And I think just what's the alternative? Like, if we, I genuinely believe that if we didn't learn, you know, for us it was through playing sports and stuff. If we didn't learn to suffer and and persevere, or or didn't learn to, you know, get a scraped knee and get back and keep running, like we wouldn't be where we are now, and we wouldn't be doing what what we're doing now and yeah you know it, we just yeah what's what what is the alternative like everyone to be wet wipes <laughs> and okay that's that's a bit of a generalization but, <laughs> you know you get what i'm trying to say though like i think absolutely it has to be like i despite it all i think perseverance and resilience are pretty important and, and useful values to have just just for life i would agree with you yeah i would 100 agree with you i think one thing that i wanted to touch on um which was actually one of our first episodes i mentioned about this that one of my biggest fears which actually i'm pleased to announce i guess uh that it's something that i've been working on over the last few years actually since starting this podcast and since kind of mentioning that you know my biggest fear is the fear of failure um or maybe not living up to my own expectation uh which i'm i'm sure maybe a lot of people suffer from from that but um it it's it's interesting that over the last couple of years since since doing this podcast with you and since growing the business and you know a whole host of other life changes um which i guess perfectly demonstrates to you that like when i was a kid i was always taught that sport you know when i first started it's just for fun yeah but then i started getting a lot better at sport i wasn't just it wasn't just an outlet for energy it was actually something that i became competent and confident at which is other things that as well as ha helped me as an adult that I learned as a kid is to be competent and to acquire skills that I almost imagined that you're like playing a video game. You know, the more you yeah. do it, the better that you get. Um, and the same with confidence. The more scenarios you put yourself in that you don't feel comfortable with. Generally, for me, I felt like it was better for my confidence to build my confidence. 
But having said that, when I first started playing sport, it was more just for fun. And then as I started getting better, I noticed that it was no longer just about having fun. It was about not losing, mm. right? And that idea of like telling myself don't lose, I think is where it is where that fear of failure comes from. So rather than me saying, you know, I'm going to win today and the result might not have been a win, you know, hey, it's not the end of the world. Fine. But having told myself, don't lose, it's already putting me into like a negative yeah, yeah. frame of mind, you know, where like, I think it's carried on later on in life where for me, it's like, don't fail. Right. Yeah. Um, which is an interesting one because we obviously speak about like, or, or I would say if I hadn't have thought about that, I think the idea that sport gives you, you know, handling fear or handling failure, a hundred percent, it would help. But having said that, my personal experience, I don't think reflects the um, the my ability to accept failure. <laughs> that's that's really interesting. Yeah, that's a good, I've never thought of it like that. What was? Do you remember the first time? you had that winning feeling winning feeling what you mean in the last couple of years no the first time ever oh the first time ever no i don't think i do see because i i i remember too right like quite distinctly the first one was my first ever like riding competition Mm. it was just a little local show um and we were all on our little ponies and jumping like i don't know 40 centimeters or something like that uh my first <laughs> competition had my little school tie on and smashed out the park what won that um that was and you know that for at the time when you're in that when you're there that's a fucking big deal and yeah. i was maybe nine or ten my first little competition okay. won. I was like, oh, yeah, piece of piss. Like, I'm I'm amazing. I felt incredible. And the second one that I distinctly remember was in, in school rugby, grade A grade rugby, when, so this, this would have been, I was maybe 16, 17. And we played, shout out to Harrow, Hong Kong. Uh, we played Harrow. And they were maybe they were probably no disrespect they were quite widely known as <laughs> no disrespect it was the shit. worst a great <laughs> and i remember the whistle going and within the first 30 seconds they scored a try we huddled up we're like come on boys let's 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 do this and then <clears throat> by the end of the game we put something like 80 90 points on them and it was that that was the best feeling in the world like just take the shit out of them absolutely um, slapping them and so both times i i distinctly remember like a really vivid feeling of winning and i think the what i'm trying to say is especially as a as a young kid with a with a 
mind that's still molding um those feelings really stick with you and oh yeah obviously obviously it feels good it feels good to win and from then on like i always i remember as a, as a kid like i always wanted to win at everything and i wanted i wanted to win and i wanted to win so that other people were there to clap for me <laughs> you know and yeah i got you uh, and why i bring this up is like the first riding competition i won and then the second time uh again really small local competition with other kids and um my second competition fell off and that was by far the worst the worst feeling i've ever had like i cried i just like don't want to do anything um and i think that was because that was off the back of winning the last one as well and then setting that expectation be like oh this is what it's going to be every time so i suppose the value in that and, and and yeah same with rugby like we i'd say we were one of the good teams but mm. we weren't the best we were probably second um south island school like they they their a grade team was just next level and i'm pretty sure it's because all the boys boys get hold, held back every year so these guys are like 20 um <laughs> but, but anyway like losing to them and they put a fair few on us and um that feeling coming off the again coming off the back of getting that winning feeling and expecting that all the time is a big yeah. blow and so i'm trying to say is that i suppose what you learn in that and the value the valuable lesson from that is that I guess one that you can't win them all mm. and two that you keep you keep if it's what you want to do you keep going win or lose and sometimes you win sometimes you lose and and i think that's important what's maybe like you say like maybe not so healthy or or a, a side effect or a byproduct of of that is you get put straight into the environment of you know being results driven and being sort of outcome focused you know you think it's a competitive world like you're always and sports is the best example for that because you're literally competing like you're literally competing against other people you're being judged on how you do based on how you do you get ranked you know um someone wins someone loses you beat someone else uh, and it's all it's all there in front of you and i think if you're not careful especially as kids we get sucked into this ultra competitive environment and we're thinking about winning we're thinking about beating other people and so i suppose that competitiveness has to be married with i don't know something like um focusing on getting better yourself or focusing on trying your best or, or focusing on like developing certain things um because especially as kids i think you know we i mean not gonna lie still am but like as kids especially we're kind of pretty heavily emotionally driven or emotionally mm. led um so and that euphoric feeling 
of winning a competition like that sticks with you man and 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 um you want that every time and if that's all you want and that's all you're chasing then maybe that's a little bit unhealthy yeah yeah i would agree that's really that was really nicely put as well man um thanks i try i i would say as well you know i mentioned earlier that this this is one of the things that all that i always love about watching rugby um is the level of respect that they have for each other and the level of respect that they have for the authority which is the ref and i think even though you know i did struggle at school a lot with attention and with you know i guess you know if i'm really being honest authority um i think two things that it really taught me was one when i'm on the rugby field it's about respect respect to you know you just mentioned about you know absolutely f like slapping another team yeah. right and the the thing is like for, for me like you don't necessarily see it when you're playing a team and you're just putting point after point after point after point on them you know you don't necessarily see it as like disrespectful it's not it doesn't really it doesn't really look like that right the idea of of doing that we're out just to play sport to win right win at all costs kind of mentality but at the same time once the game is said and done regardless of who's done the biggest hit you know regardless of how crap the ref was you can bitch and moan about that after the game is done yeah you can bitch and moan after about that the get once the game's done but as soon as that whistle has been blown shake hands thanks to the ref thanks to the coaches yeah done you know you tunnel. go back to the yeah you go back to the tunnel and then you go back to the changing rooms and you bitch about how shit the ref was but the second thing as well is if you lose which you just you know you just spoke about i think one thing that it really teaches you is responsibility and accountability yeah like if you lose that's on you yeah. don't blame anyone else that's yeah, you true. that's just true. because you're a team doesn't mean that you should just blame one person and i didn't i i used to do this quite a lot uh when i was younger like you know you know in in rugby you have like the term trolley pushers right where yeah, they yeah. just sit, sit at the back of the rock and they're just like <laughs> hand on the rock they're doing nothing they're just pushing the trolley they run to the back of each mall and just have yeah. their hands on the next yeah like. <laughs> yeah a trolley pusher um and we would i would always hate it i i would always be like like what what are you doing like either get off the rock or get your bloody head in there you know um and i would always call people out and i think it was you know upon reflection maybe a bit disrespectful but i think it was just because i was so passionate about it i was like why are these guys not giving the same amount of passion that i am yeah you know but the reality is like maybe they don't want to and that's absolutely fine but having said that i think you know it if you lose a game and you try and blame like oh this guy was like absolutely rubbish he missed like five tackles like then why don't you make him better yeah, yeah. why don't you as a as an athlete make your team better it's your responsibility as well it's not just you versus the other team so I think that's definitely something that it taught me was taking responsibility if you lose, 
and you know actually turning up to shit on time uh and also accountability we still struggle with that though if you win or lose it's your responsibility you have to take account accountability for that mm. and you have to reflect on that rather than just being a sore loser um i, I think still that's hate... a really good that's yeah, a really sorry. good thing like losing well or learning oh, yeah. how to lose and i think learning that from a young age is pretty important because mm. in the real world like no one gives a shit if you lose and you're, you're unhappy like no. you still have to show up yeah absolutely you absolutely do um yeah I, and i would say to be honest that would be the last thing that i would say um i think that's pretty much rounds off everything that i wanted to that i wanted to mention so all in all kids should still play sport <laughs> absolutely i think it teaches yeah. you more than just yeah more than just physical activity um i mean shit like that's important too the odd yeah but yeah absolutely i mean we should have mentioned that to be honest with you yeah i mean that is that's probably quite <laughs> high up there to be honest like all <laughs> these fat lumps running around <laughs> well they won't even be running his no. fat lumps sat around <laughs> yeah i mean it <laughs> on that note it, yeah exactly it's a difficult one eh because the reality is like you know when i was a kid i was pretty overweight well I was, I was very overweight not pretty overweight um but it's interesting that okay maybe when i was younger i didn't appreciate what i was eating how i was training how i was recovering blah 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 blah, because i was a kid but as i get older i noticed that what was instilled in me was you know you have to take care of your body you have to train hard you have to make sure that like everything is in order otherwise you know we were always told like if we didn't do our homework we wouldn't allowed to play sports yeah. and like obviously as a kid that sucks but actually in hindsight that was great for discipline because it's like well you can't just do everything you want to do and it yeah. also means that if you are you know unfit it's going to be tough of course it's going to be tough if you're overweight and you want to lose weight yeah of course it's going to be tough it's not easy people say that it is easy to lose weight and i think again like as a blanket statement it's a black mm. and white black and white thinking that like okay for you it might be easy but for other people it's not just as easy as saying fuck this i'm turning my life around yeah, yeah. um but anyway yeah i definitely think physical activity should should be instilled in in everybody i think it's a super important skill to learn how to push your body hard and you don't even have to i think this is the the, the biggest difficulty is because schools have budgetary constraints like a lot of kids are forced into sports that they don't want to play mm. and so they the reality is like they think they don't like sports which means they don't like physical activity but like right. yeah, yeah true playing rugby versus playing tag it's still <laughs> physical activity yeah and the reality is there is now world champ tag competition oh sick like so the one takeaway you want to get from this this episode is if you don't know if you've never seen it just youtube professional tag <laughs> yeah it's Unreal. insanely it is insanely dynamic 
like, like parkour meets well tag <laughs> yeah but you know parkour is in the 2024 olympics hey yeah 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 i'm gonna get my spot. anyway maybe maybe you could who knows maybe not maybe in 2028 if it's still there <laughs> on that note thank you everyone anyway. for listening uh, <laughs> thank you to our parents for letting us play sports and making us the uh fine individuals we are absolutely and we'll catch you in the next episode of into the unknown peace, peace. prosperity guidance